You're listening to Slick Minded, a podcast dedicated to the entrepreneur that never quits. With topics ranging from starting a business, motivation, investing, and much more. No matter where you are in your journey, this podcast will help you get to the next level. And now your host, Slickster Co-CEO and financial mentor, Corbin Slack. Hello and welcome to the Slick Minded Podcast, the podcast that brings you stories of success, wealth, and perseverance with tips and lessons learned by the world's wealthiest entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Corbin Slack. Today we're going to be talking about what it takes to be an entrepreneur, what is an entrepreneur, and can someone be one uh, without having a business? Now, this is the first episode of the Slick Minded Podcast, so I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for being a part of this amazing journey. And if you haven't already, go take a look at the Instagram at Slack Mantra. Uh, I have some companies that I'm starting up and that I'm really excited about. They're going to be in the next coming months. So definitely take a look at those when those come out as well. Now, what is an entrepreneur? Well, in my terms, an entrepreneur is somebody that decides that you know, they're done working for someone else necessarily, right? They are uh, someone who is willing to go against the grain, go against the masses and what other people decide as the usual and what they have to do, right? People say, well, go to school, go get a job, work for 40 years, collect, you know, retirement. And that's, as for me, that's not something that I want. There was a certain point in my life and it took not having money for me to appreciate the importance and the value of money and what it meant to make money. So money isn't everything. I want to get that out of the way. Money is not everything. And it may be to some people, it may even be to some entrepreneurs, but here's the deal. People say, well, Money's, I don't really need money. I don't really need it because I just want to help people. You you don't necessarily need money to help people, but it's going to be pretty hard to help people in a, a big, big way if you don't have money to do so, right? You think of charities that take financial donations. You think uh, people that are needing medical treatments. You're thinking... Uh, all these are the things that require money. Money makes the world go round. And when you're able to create your own business, able to create your own wealth, then you're free. What does being free mean? Well, the key to being an entrepreneur is this passion, this motivation for being what's called financially free. Being financially free is, think of your life, uh, you know, you get up, you go to work every day, you come back, think of a life in which, you know, you didn't necessarily feel the stress of having to go to work. You didn't worry about the stress of your finances, you know, your bad liabilities and like your car, your house, all those things were paid for. You didn't have financial stress because you have multiple streams of income coming in. And whether that's minimal effort or not, financial freedom is possible. It's possible in the world we live in today, regardless of, of what people tell you about the economy, regardless of what people tell you about the state of jobs and 
yes, I understand the statistics. You know, over 90% of businesses fail, and I think it's even higher than that. Here's the deal. You have to surround yourself with positive people. You have to surround yourself with people that are motivating, people that are inspired, people that want similar goals to you. If you're telling your goals of financial freedom and of you owning a business and it's falling on deaf ears or people are telling you you can't do that or people are giving you excuses why you can't do that, find new friends. If people aren't lifting you up, if the people around you aren't inspiring you to be better but actually regress into a lesser form of yourself and to actually go backwards, then they're not really your friends. I've had to learn this the hard way, and I'm sure a lot of other people have. And my story is not like everyone else's story, and I understand that completely. But what I would like to express is entrepreneurs aren't born, they're made. And it took me a long time to realize that potential within myself. And now I'm dedicated to teaching and training and mentoring others about it and I want to inspire you to go out and start your own business as well. I want you to be financially free. I don't want you to have to clock in and clock out for 40 years, 50 years, 60 years just so you can collect retirement and live off of you know whatever check you get and rely on someone else whether it's the government, whether it's a person, a relative, it doesn't matter. I don't want you to have to rely on anyone. So you say, hey, how do you start a business? How do you do all this? Because I don't have any money to start. A lot of people don't have money to start. But here's what people get confused. People get confused on the concept of debt. People get confused that, you know, there's only bad debt that exists in the world. And that's not true at all. The wealthiest companies in the world, Apple, for example, borrows money for their business when a, a, pretty much everything that they need can be bought in cash. Mark Zuckerberg put a 30-year mortgage on a $6 million home when he's a billionaire. People borrow money all the time, but they do it for a good reason because they understand the way that money works. They understand the way that tax works. And the education, the financial literacy is out there. A lot of people have this misconception of, of their finances and it's primarily because we really don't cover finances in our, ed our education system today. You know, a lot of the financial education that we receive is taught at home. So you need to find resources, you need to find people, you need to read books. And trust me, I know, I didn't want to read either. School and the modern education system we live in today was not something that had really cultivated uh, my interest in reading. I was always, I was always uh, a fiction reader as a kid. Um, but then as I grew up, became a little bit more mature, you know, I kind of moved away from that. And once I stopped liking fiction, reading nonfiction wasn't so cool to everyone around me. It wasn't something that was really encouraged. So I just thought I didn't like reading. Until my senior year of high school, when I was recommended the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, I hadn't really understood the concept of 
the positivity of reading. I hadn't understood the value. And value is something that is important to every entrepreneur that exists in the world today. If you're looking to kind of learn a new perspective on money, learn a new perspective on wealth, personal growth, etc., I highly recommend you start with this book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It is a book, and you can look it up, it's a book that's been talked about for years and years and years. It's a little bit dated, but every bit of it holds true today. Now, when people say, hey, I don't have money to start a business, so where do you go? Where do you go to get the money? Well, here's the thing. You don't really necessarily need money to get started on a business. People use that as an excuse because you can get started. You can create a logo, whatever you're selling. Say that you want to get into selling fashion, uh, selling clothes, and you're like, well, I don't have money to, you know, buy stock. I don't have, uh, it, I don't have money to, to have a warehouse and have uh, sewing machines and employees. And I don't even, I don't even know how to make clothes. You don't need that. Do you know that there are print-on-demand stores today that you can activate for, you know, a couple bucks a month for, you know, pro services? And here's the thing: we spend a lot of money on a lot of stupid stuff, right? We spend $6 for a coffee at Dunkin' or Starbucks, and we treat ourselves to that. But think if you didn't do that a couple times a month, right? That's paying for your business, and your business, which can also be plugged into your social medias, you can also grow it using Google ads, Facebook ads, you can hire people for minimal cost that know how to work those ads, and you can put your own designs, on those print-on-demand stores, and you can sell that on Etsy, on Amazon, on eBay, on your social media again. You can do all of those things, and you can create your own logo for very low, low startup cost, and it can become a very huge brand. E-commerce today is so big, and that's what people don't realize is they make excuses for themselves when wanting to start a business, but business is everywhere. The money is out there. You just have to go get it. So highly encourage you to read Think and Grow Rich. Make reading a part of your day every day. And I promise your life is going to change. The wealthiest people, the wealthiest investors in the world, on average, read about 30 books a year. And that's just a statistic uh, that's based off of obviously not everyone, but the facts speak for themselves. You can look it up as well. Wealthy, successful people read. They read books that help them grow themselves, learn a new perspective, and learn how to deal with people, not just money. Learning how to deal with people uh, is another thing. What I'm currently reading right now is I'm reading through How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. That's How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. It's described as the only book you need to lead you to success. It's had over 80 years in print. Now, Dale Carnegie has written a multitude of success and uh, personal wealth books, such as How to Develop Self-Confidence and Influence People by Public Speaking, How to Enjoy Your Life and Your Job, how to Stop Worrying and Start Living, 
The Leader in You and the Quick and Easy Way to Effective Speaking. This book uh, introduces a couple simple and life-changing concepts such as ways to make a good first impression, how to criticize other people and not be hated for it, an easy way to become a good conversationalist, what to do when nothing else works, and making people glad to do what you want, and much more. Now, I understand the title nowadays seems a little bit um, weird, right? How to win friends and influence people. But it's, it's not as mal malignant or malicious as you might think. It is a book that is really about getting into the nitty-gritty of what makes people work. How do people think and how do people perceive things that we say and that we do when we have a completely different meaning behind it? Maybe we mean well for someone, but they perceive it as something entirely different. So this book really kind of helps you break down a lot of nonverbal and verbal communication. So I highly recommend that as well. So those are the two books that you want to start with. And when you start small, you know, five, ten pages a day, work your way up from there. But I promise you won't regret it. So when starting a business, what should new business owners employ in their businesses? Well, first of all, you need to care about the people, not the product. Too many business owners, too many people focus on spending money on trying to advertise their product. People don't care about your product. They won't care until they care about you and they care about your brand they care about you caring about them. Until you care about the people that your product is for, until you cater to those needs, until you are able to solve a problem that people want a solution to, do not expect to get much business. You have to find out what they want and need. This is going to take time. This is going to take research. And this is going to take hard work. If it was easy, everybody would have done it. Here's a couple tips that I've learned from how to win friends and influence people as well as thinking grow rich. People love to talk about themselves and their lives. So it's as simple as screening people and saying, hey, you know, what's going on? You know, what what are you struggling with nowadays? Uh, and maybe, you know, obviously it's not as straightforward as that. However you get to it, that's the bridge that you need to get to. When you are able to find an answer to that question and they say, well, you know, I'm really having trouble sleeping. Um, you know, my sleep quality hasn't been very good. Then you say, okay, all right, well, thank you for sharing. I'm actually working on creating my own business right now. So every little bit you can tell me helps. People that trust you, people that like you are going to want to at first see you succeed, right? And then as you succeed a little more, the people that want you to succeed dwindles down more and more or, or less and less I guess and it's unfortunate but it's something that you have to come to expect the people that want you to do well want you to be successful aren't gonna give you excuses as to why you shouldn't do something they're not going to give you warnings about oh they had this experience they have that experience or so many people fail. What are you going to do? You're just going to fall on your face. Don't do that. Don't take that risk. They may mean well, but you have to learn to ignore that. You have to be able to work through that and 
and really be passionate about what you're doing and what you're selling. So if somebody says they have trouble sleeping, oh, lucky you, you've just discovered how to make a, a new filling inside of a pillow that changes the sleep game forever. Well, there you go. There is your first trial right there. That person that initially said, hey, I have trouble sleeping. Okay, cool. Well, I have my own business here. I, uh, I made this. I want you to try it out. Let me know what you think about it. It's completely free to you. If you like it, all I ask is that you tell your friends about it and uh, you help me kind of get the word out. There you go. Not only did you take care of your first customer, you have taken care of their needs and you have also encouraged them to share their experience, create a testimonial, and make your first advertisement. Just like that, with minimal cost. So it isn't hard to be kind, regardless of status, position, or location. It isn't hard to do that. The biggest thing that people get wrong when starting a business or selling a product is they focus too much on the initial conversation. They focus too much on the initial sale and not the follow-up. So a week, a month after that person has that product, come back and say, hey, how is this product or service that I provided to you treating you? Is everything still going okay? If it is, great. They say, yeah, it's going really well. Thank you for checking up on it. People will remember that. People will tell their friends and their family, hey, you know, I just, uh, you know, you have the same issue that I was struggling with. I had this person uh, come over and, you know, fix fix my plumbing. You know, I was having a, a really bad leak and they actually just called and, and double checked on it. They're super nice, great service, great price. So I definitely recommend you check them out. There you go. Word of mouth, the most powerful advertising tool. I hope that you stay along for the journey and I want to encourage you to get out there and read some books, grow your mind, grow your wealth, and grow yourself and the people around you. So thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your evening. Take care and take care of your friends. You've been listening to Slick Minded. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And write a review if you enjoyed the show to help us grow and reach even more listeners. For daily content, follow us on Instagram at Slack Mantra. Thanks for listening. Don't stop hustling and we'll see you on the next episode. Sick-minded recommends seeking independent legal, financial, taxation, or other advice to find information that relates to your unique circumstances.